MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. We welcome you back into another hour of Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM live from across Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson at the South Point Sportsbook Studios getting ready for the big game. A little more than 24 hours out for Super Bowl 57 between the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles. Jeff Parles in the meantime standing by at Mandalay Bay where we'll be joined this hour by Mike Peranio. Runs the race in Sportsbook over at the Mandalay Bay BetMGM property. Uh, Jeff, really the latest storylines from the side total perspective. It's been money to Kansas City over the past couple hours. Now down to Eagles minus one at a couple different books in the market. Mostly still Eagles minus one and a half. Total sitting at 51. I'm a little, uh, I'm sad that for us tomorrow, you and I have been doing Live Bet Sunday with Danny Burke all NFL season. We will not be doing that tomorrow. We have a special lineup here on VEASAN. Normally we would be talking in-game and making in-game bets. How is your in-game strategy looking like before things kick off based on how you believe the game's going to play out ultimately? I mean, look, if Philadelphia gets out to a bigger lead, I would be more willing to take Kansas City chasing than Philly chasing. I think that's pretty much it, Ben. It's the, Betting this game in-game is a little bit harder than any other game because the computer is going to be a little bit sharper here. Again, unless if there's... Unless if there's an injury, which we know can really mess things up. But look, I would, I would only, the only way I would look to play this from an in-game perspective would be if, K, if KC fall, falls behind early and then I would hop in on the Chiefs at a bloated number. That would be the only way I would right. like to do. If Philly has to chase this game, I don't like that. 
I don't like that at all. My only look for, if we're talking before the game starts, where we would be looking for value in-game, if Philadelphia gets off to a big start and scores a couple of, a couple of touchdowns quickly and turn into ball control mode, I'd be looking for an in-game under if you get a bloated total in yeah, the very that. high 50s. That's the only situation where I see myself having a lot of conviction uh, to get involved on the, on the in-game market. But that is going to be yet another uh, element of the game tomorrow now that in-game betting has taken off in popularity as we continue with our previews leading into the big game. We've talked quarterbacks, Jeff, talked wide receivers. Isaiah Pacheco is one of those hybrid players, though, who's getting a lot of buzz, and it leads me into another a burning question I have on Kansas City. It's the usage of the running backs. Isaiah Pacheco played 56% of the snaps, had 26 receiving routes run in the AFC Championship game against Cincinnati. By far, season highs for him. Is this the case of a, a hot hand who has now earned his way into trust for head coach Andy Reid, or was that just a matchup-dependent thing that might not play out necessarily that way as we, fl as we flip things forward now to tomorrow? So the interesting thing with the running back situation for Kansas City is going to be how is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire used? How is he used? Finally off IR, he's active. Is he going to pop in and turn into the number one back here? I don't see that happening. So, look, I think Pacheco's the guy. I, I, liked his, I, I like his props over, even though we're still kind of in, <laughs> in that area code. But, look, I, I'm in a scenario here, Ben, where I real, really do – like Pacheco props, bet him over on the rush. Uh, attempts, 11 and a half, feels about right. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't touch that. And look, we've seen him uh, rip off one big run uh, per go in this uh, in this uh, tournament so far. In the Jacksonville game, set up the, the touchdown in the handy drive, had one big run against Cincinnati, and that could get you, help you get you there. So I like Pacheco props. I don't really like McKinnon props at all. I don't think he's going to be utilized as much as some may think. Well, and that's the, the interesting element of a veteran player in McKinnon who saw much more of the time early. Guy who caught, you know, he was, he was a very useful red zone target, caught six touchdowns over the final eight games for Kansas City. He's only had two receptions the entire postseason. So you could sit there on the one hand and say, well, Jeff, in, the, in those instances in the red zone, there, there could be some value there for McKinnon. I up, update my screen and see him you know, plus 175 in the anytime touchdown market. I'm not convinced that's really a good enough number, though, con considering the lack of usage over the past couple weeks, or I'd want at least a two or two and a half to one if I was actually going to be tempted to bet that number with McKinnon. Yeah, I, I look, I don't disagree with that. Again, McKinnon, like I said, he is, of all the Kansas City skill position players, him and Smith-Schuster are the two guys that I haven't been able to figure out in this lead-up to the game prop-wise, so that's why I'm staying out of them. Right. It makes a lot of sense, especially with all the different options that you do have on the prop betting menu. The one thing I've been trying to figure out from the, the raw X's and O's standpoint for Kansas City, you go back to the last time they played a true elite defense, San Francisco. They ran so many jet sweep, little pop pass looks to confuse the vaunted pass rush of San Francisco that Miko Hardman ended up with three touchdowns in that game, two on jet sweeps, one on a technical pass, but it was one of those interior pop passes forward. With Hardman out, who becomes that guy to try to create deception, Jeff? I could see Pacheco being that player, but that's where you start to try and, and delve deeper into the Kansas City game plan because if you assume that Andy Reid will try to use that deception, like I think he will, based on the history against similar matchups, there's going to be a player who finds himself in space to take advantage. It's, it's just a question of who, and is Pacheco that guy? I'm leaning towards it being Pacheco, but it's sort of anybody's guess at this point considering all the weapons that the Chiefs have. 
Yeah, again, Ben, it's it, it, this is kind of the, the it's kind of the toughness of this game from a from a prop perspective on both sides. In all honesty, Ben, you're dealing with other than look other than Travis Kelsey in this game, who we know is going to get his. We know this. Where else does the production come from on the Kansas City side? We saw Valdez Scandling have the big game in the AFC title game. Now that was more out of necessity because of all the injuries that occurred in that game. Do we see Sky Moore have a big game out of left field? Do we see, again, what, what do we get out of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who we haven't seen in a few weeks? So it's a very difficult scenario here on the Kansas City side to figure out, all right, who are the right guys to bet prop-wise? And then again, on the Philly side, again, I don't love A.J. Brown in this game, but uh, again, it's it just one of those, how healthy is that shoulder uh, for Jalen Hurts? By the way, uh, it's interesting. If you're watching us at Visa.com, we have the receiving leaders prop up on our screen from BetMGM, where Travis Kelsey is a 2-1 to one favorite right now. A.J. Brown is at 3-1. to one. Uh, So, look, I, maybe you go down the board. Maybe you, maybe you take a shot on a guy like Smith-Schuster at 14-1. to one. Maybe you take a shot on a Valdez Scantling at 7-1. Maybe you take a shot on, on someone, I don't know what the, the auxiliary Eagles uh, are uh, why, running back-wise. Maybe you take a shot, something crazy like that. Again, I don't think that would work. But again, this is a wide, other than Travis Kelsey, this is a wide open game for whoever's going to get theirs in this in this game. And that's why the the one big mover we talk about, Pacheco on the Kansas City side, his props been bet up so aggressively. I, I saw some books that were high as 16, 17 and a half on Pacheco. Right now, market wide is about 15 and a half, but consider he opened 12 and a half. He's at one and a half on the receptions, Pacheco is, and that's now moved to a juice price of minus 185 at a lot of shops, Jeff, to the yes. So as much as you're trying to figure out maybe those players down the board who could have optimal success and be in more positions to get open space, at what point do you feel, Jeff, like the value kind of gets sucked out of some of those guys, like a Pacheco who's been very, very popular all week? I mean... You're kind of, for at least with Pacheco props on the receiving, you can't, I don't want to go much higher than it is right now. If, if you go much higher than that, I wouldn't want it over at all. So, again, a yard makes a difference here, Ben. A yard makes a difference unless, if, again, if you're putting into your, like if you have a, a system for props and you're plopping it in there and it's like, whoa, I have a seven, eight yard advantage. All right, I'm a little comfortable if it goes against mm -hmm. me. Uh, by a yard or two. But once you start getting into the realm of, hey, the way I look at it, seven, let, let's take Juju Smith-Schuster for a second. Let's say you put it in your, you, you pop it in, however you do it, and say, all right, 37 and a half is a fair number on it. All right, you can't really, 36 and a half, that's barely a bet. At 37 and a half, it's not a bet either. So you kind of have to just figure out what, what your threshold is before the number gets too high or too low, depending on what angle you're looking for. Yeah, it's such a good point. Just because your number yeah, spits out 36.1 and the number's 35 and a half, that's not an auto fire, empty the clip, and load up on your uh, your bets to the over there. Just because your number is slightly above whatever the market has. There's got to be context that is applied. It's how I look at the some of the team totals. So you have Kansas City team rushing yards. It's an interesting number, Jeff. They average about 112, 113 and a half rush yards on the season. They're at 99 and a half Kansas City is in this game against a Philadelphia defense that's been bottom 10 against the run this year. But in a type of game flow where I'm, I'm not a believer that Andy Reid's going to try to just go ground and pound the whole game. There are going to be opportunities for Pacheco, but that's about it. I don't see other guys putting up huge rushing yards. 
How would you grade that, that rush yard prop from the team total perspective, assuming you're going to bring it down a little bit from that season-long rush average of the mid-110s or so? Yeah, look, again, the, the rushing props are – and here's the problem with Kansas City's rushing props, Ben. What are we getting Patrick Mahomes rushing-wise? Because we, in a normal Mahomes game, in a game like this, thinking, all right, going over 19.5 would make a little bit of sense from Mahomes' perspective. But because of the ankle, we don't know. So, yeah, look, I wouldn't – Pacheco's the only guy who would touch it at Kansas City rushing prop thing. That makes a team – like, if you get a team option, I wouldn't even bother with it, Ben. Right, and I was doing – just looking at my – how I would do the numbers, if you're downgrading – like, I'd, I'd downgrade Kansas City by about – 15 yards compared to their season averages because of the Mahomes factor with him being less than 100% on a high right ankle sprain combined with how little Kansas City ran last week, only 42 rushing yards. So you downgrade him about 15 yards, that pretty much puts you where the prop is sitting right now. Again, that's 99.5 on the Kansas City uh, team total. But sounds like if, if you're looking at anything, Jeff, from the rushing props, Pacheco's your, your favorite one. Do I have that right? The, only one, I would yeah. look at, the only one I would look at from a KC perspective Eagle perspective, I don't want Miles Sanders. I would look to the, the Boston Scots, the Kenneth Gainwells, see if we can pick off a lower number. on, on Again, I think Gainwell's going to get utilized in this game. Okay. Maybe you pick off a, young, a, a lower number on a Gainwell. There's also, in, in the addition of expanding prop menus, there are other ways to bet. We had the leading receiver prop, their leading rushers prop. How about the race two props, which are now a very new, fun thing. Yes. DraftKings was the first book to add these. We had a lot of fun with these, Jeff, throughout the postseason rounds. There are some juicy numbers on the board. If you're in a jurisdiction where you're able to bet on these, we'll dive in next. The race to 20 yards in particular, both from a rushing and a receiving perspective. So we're trying to have some fun with the props, and you can get some really good value and some nice numbers longer on the board. If you're looking for additional angles to bet the Super Bowl, we've got you covered. We'll talk about those next in our build-up to Super Bowl 57 as it continues next right here on Live Bet Saturday. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted on specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Our build-up to Super Bowl 57 continues right here on Live Bet Saturday, presented by BetMGM. Ben Wilson back with you from the South Point Sportsbook Studio. Jeff Parles with us from Mandalay Bay. He'll be joined in about 15 minutes by Mike Peranio, who runs the race in sportsbook over there. Jeff, what you're missing out over here at South Point is that uh, Brian Ortega, our producer, keeps attempting to go get uh, one of the famous South Point hot dogs each commercial break. Line's too long, though. Not, nothing doing. Too long. Line is building in anticipation of Super Bowl 57. So that's the latest no, hot I mean, dog that's what it is. Here. I mean, that's what it is, Ben. These, these busy weekend days... It's very hard to get a hot dog. And look, our breaks are only three, four minutes. Tough. Have no chance. Tough. No chance. I, I mean, I, I, I know, uh, I, look, uh, usually uh, you'd have a chance to uh, send uh, someone else on the staff to go get a hot dog, but uh, not today. Not today for our guy Ortega. Yeah, this is not that day for one Brian Ortega. I would also encourage everybody, because Jeff is part of the uh, the Megapod here with Gil Alexander and Todd Wishnev. You guys just did your final NFL episode of the season with Rufus Peabody, but the episode before that, you had the Vegas Lifestyle Annual podcast. So as much as we are catered as a network to a national audience, for people who are coming into Vegas, if maybe you're, uh, you're on the road right now, maybe you're flying in uh, this weekend here, coming in today to check out all the, the sights and sounds. We have all the recommendations for you on that, on that podcast. And it's sort of surreal for us, Jeff, that we, by living here, we were able to take advantage of many of those uh, different things that you guys, uh, you guys had Mark Meltzer come on the podcast and talk about. So a lot of things to keep, on, keep, keep track of as we build up to the game. Yeah, again, uh, the one thing with the extra NFL week now with 18 regular season weeks, one month from tomorrow, Super Bowl Sunday is one month from Selection Sunday. So have at it, Ben. 
Music to our the, ears. To, yes. The three of the three of the best Vegas days of the year within a month of each other. Now it's not half bad. Not half bad. Uh, Selection Sunday. Yes. Uh, amazing. But that will be four weeks from tomorrow. Okay, we go back into our favorite props, and we're going to get into the props. Jeff, you have bet in our next hour. We have cross-sport props to talk about. We'll give our final score predictions and our best bets for the full game. But these are bets that we are we, we love them, but we can't make them since they're not available in the Nevada jurisdiction. It's the race to X yardage, both in the rushing and in the receiving. Most pop popular ones are the race to 20 yards, with the thinking being, if you like a player to get it sort of in a subset of the first touchdown bets. If you like a player to get off to a good start, who is maybe not someone to get a ton of yards over the course of the game, but might get a big catch or carry or two early on, that's a way to get the first to 20 bets to cash and you get some pretty good prices. So Jeff, as we start with the uh, the first 220 on the receiving yardage prop, if, if we'll start there, it's not a surprise that Travis Kelsey is favored, but he's plus 350, A.J. Brown plus 475, Devontae Smith at 6-1, to one, and Dallas Goddard plus 850. Everybody from there on at least 10-1 to one or longer. How would you attack a race to 20 if we're starting in that market with the receiving yards tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I, I, I mean, only from this Jeff. is the one thing, and this isn't like a good. So let, let, let's 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 go into a little bit of history here, real quick, Ben. The first of fifteen in the NCAA tournament was a very is a very popular bet, and that's a little you can figure that one out a little bit better because it's a basketball game. You don't know where the targets are going early in the game unless if you get the actual game script. So my strategy would be go down the board. I would take one of the Kansas City wide receivers and hope that they just hit a 20-yard pop on the first drive. So a Smith-Schuster, a Moore, a, uh, a, an MVS, a Tony, that, that would probably be the way I would look at it. Uh, I, I wouldn't want anyone in Philadelphia, uh, unless if you're having an elongated drive. Uh, again, the Devontae Smith catch shouldn't have even happened in the NFC title game. So, uh, look, I would that's what I would do. I would look to the Kansas City side. I would look to one of those wide receivers down the board and just hope that they hit a big pop on the first drive. You can find Valdez Scantling, Smith Schuster each at 10 to 1. If I'm looking bombs, I probably would look at Pacheco with the thought he could be used in those those jet Maybe. sweep pop passy type plays. And at 19 to 1, if can especially if Kansas City has the ball first, is there a situation where Andy Reid sets up some sort of gadget play on the opening drive? A guy like Andy Reid, who's we know over the years, history has shown. Guy who likes to mix it up, get very, very creative, especially with the scripted plays. Could Pacheco be used in that way? And at 19 to 1, is, is that worth value? I, I would say yes. Uh, Goddard's probably the one I'd look to on the Philadelphia side, just looking to establish quick throws over the middle if Philadelphia has the ball first, getting him at plus 850 under more of a controlled, deliberate opening drive script. But those are, those are two pretty big prices you could take shots on, and you'd feel like you're at least live, Jeff, going in. Yeah, I mean, look, you definitely you definitely have a shot. And I'll say this, too. Uh, what's Justin Watson? I know that is a one 22 way down the board. to 1. 22 to 1. Yeah, like, again, I, I would prefer, again, I wouldn't touch anyone on the Philly side. I just wouldn't. Uh, I would just take my, my shots down the board, like I said, on the KC wide receivers. That is, again, tough market. Tough market, funny money only, Ben. Funny money only, yes. We're, again, these are these are fun bets to make if you are already allocating a good amount of uh, capital on different props and you're in a jurisdiction that offers these, why not have some fun, especially since these will be decided, theoretically, pretty early in the game. The race to rushing yards prop, race to first 20. Miles Sanders, your favorite, plus 165. Then you go to Isaiah Pacheco at plus 230. 
goes to quarterback Jalen Hurts of Philadelphia at plus 270. And then, then we go a little bit longer. Jarrett McKinnon, 9-1. to one. Everybody else, 16-1 to one or longer. So a little bit more evenly spread out, at least at the top of the board, uh, Jeff. It's, it's, it would be tempting on the one hand to look at a Kenneth Gainwell at 16-1, to one, considering the yards he's put up in the two postseason games. But you have to consider those were usually in the second half once Philadelphia had built up a big lead. So he's not really the guy as tempting as that is, Jeff, that really profiles for one of these race-to-20-type rushing yard bets. Pacheco and, and, and uh, hear me out here, Pacheco and Mahomes would be the two guys that I would look to in this market. As ridiculous hey, as that may seem. 28 again, to 1 on Mahomes, by the way. Look, I, I don't mind that. I mean, look, if the ankle is healthy, he could get, Ben, there could be one busted play where they don't have a spy on him and he could run for 23 yards. Now, well, you know what would be fun in this one, Ben? If Mahomes is the first to 20, and then Kansas City wins the game. And, of course, remember, in that Super Bowl against San Francisco, Mahomes rushing yard, the Mahomes rushing yards <laughs> yeah, overprop yeah. was one of the worst beats <laughs> of all time in the prop market. I just wonder, like, hey, first to 20, but he ends up with 17 rushing yards. How the heck does that work? But, look, there's a scenario where that could happen. So, yeah, I would, again, Mahomes, Pacheco, I think are the only two guys. Uh, again, I don't, I don't think this is going to be a big Jalen Hurts rushing game. I really don't. Uh, and then, look, Sanders is your chalk, and he's the proper chalk here. Especially with the usage of Philadelphia, riding Sanders early and often in, in most of their game script situations. It was, what, 19 rushing yards lost by Mahomes on the three, quote-unquote, kneel downs? It was something ridiculous. Uh, he was, was I, I want to say he was like at, that. like, yeah, 36 or 37 rushing yards. Was at, his prop was set in the high teens, low 20s, and he lost 19 yards. There was one drop back, he lost, like, 10 yards. At the it was Francisco something Super horrendous, yeah. Not one that uh, the betters, and that was a very popular rushing prop over, too, for Mahomes, if you go back to that 2019 Super Bowl. Not one that the betters will want to remember, uh, to, to uh, say the least. So those are our race to 20, at least on the rushing and receiving yardage props, as we comb through the quarterbacks, the running backs, the receivers, how we're looking to attack these. Really the last question I have is, as far as our, our leading set of burning questions for the big game, Jeff, it's how will the deep threats for Philadelphia from a wide receiver perspective how will they match up against the four rookie DBs that Kansas City's throwing out there? You like Kansas City to win the game, so I imagine you think this shouldn't be an issue, but how is that, relatively speaking, going to play out at the end of the day? Okay, so, I, again, I would, it, it's, a, it's a little bit difficult here, Ben. And, look, it just I, I'll bring both teams in for a second here because – you're dealing with, again, you're dealing with the elite rush offense on one side. You're dealing with a rush offense. Again, like we talked about before, that team total Broadway down because of Mahomes' thing. But, look, in the end here, uh, you, you look at a scenario here when we're on the receiving props, I should say. Um, Gainwell is the one I would look on on the Philly side. The 11 and a half feels a little bit low. Uh, I, did, I did tell you earlier that Watkins' first reception mm -hmm. prop over – was pretty good, but uh, look again. This is this is not the stra most straightforward player prop game, because again, I, again, Ben. Even though I like Kansas City, I think this is a straightforward coin flip in this game. Yeah, and that's why you want to figure out what your confidence level is at with the DBs. If this was a Kansas City secondary that was able to get by in large part because of the pass rush at the front end, led by Chris Jones as an elite pass rusher but still had some weakness whenever quarterbacks had extended time. This is a defense that finished 31st in 
red zone touchdown percentage allowed. Gave up the most pass touchdowns of any secondary. Meaning, if, if you don't have a ton of confidence in the rookie DBs, I'm, I'm imagining, Jeff, it's going to be more of an up-and-down game for them. There will be opportunities for the receivers in deep threats for Philadelphia to get open space. And the question becomes, can Jalen Hurts actually find him? He's missed open guys each of the past two postseason games who would have been uh, deep targets downfield. That's just one of the many angles we're continuing to break down as we build up to Super Bowl 57. Up next, Mike Peranio from the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook joins Jeff Parles to give his thoughts from behind the counter. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back into Live Bet Saturday, but hey, we're just the beginning of what is an amazing day of content here on VSAN. And of course, the big game means big coverage tomorrow. Starting you off with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on the Lombardi line. Great in game insight there that you won't want to miss. And then, special edition of our two headlining shows. Follow the money with Paulie Howard and Mitch Moss. That is at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And then following that up, Gil Alexander on a numbers game, tackling the last second line move and all the great stuff leading you into Brent Musburger's countdown to kickoff. I think we've heard of Brent Musburger before. Uh, Brent and company leading you in the live bet tonight and VEASAN primetime at halftime and postgame tomorrow again. Big game coverage begins tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern time, right here on VSIN. I think we've all heard of that Musburger. Yeah. Right, Mike? What a guy. Yeah. And especially if you're a Raider fan, I mean. I think if you're a football fan in general. Yeah. It's just uh, Especially if you're a Raider fan. And we all are, by the way. We are? Well, everyone that <laughs> lives here. That other voice you hear is Mike Peranio, the race and sportsbook director of the Betting Jam Sportsbook. Behind me here at Mandalay Bay, I'm Jeff Parles. Uh, Mike, there is a football game tomorrow. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Uh, you mean uh, English Premier? <laughs> oh, football. Okay. <laughs> there, we, there we go. See, the final one of the football season, we bring uh, you bring your Rickles impersonations. Yeah, in. I try. I'm not that good at it. <laughs> so uh, let's, go, let's go with this. Okay. Let's start with the traditional sense before we move into, into the props, and there are a zillion of them. Yeah. What do you guys have? traditional sense that's the spread total money line so currently like tickets are two to one on the eagles but the money's about dead even okay. uh, but there's still going to be a ton of money like you guys were saying earlier it's still early and there's going to be some heavy action today tonight tomorrow uh, although we do encourage everyone to bet early so you don't have to wait in line etc but uh, the interesting thing i thought was it's three to one tickets and two to one money on the over and that's what i'm seeing at the counter a lot is over, 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 uh, and that's surprising to me. And I was made me take a look at some props, like under 39, kind of looking at that, see what those odds are. How much money has been? And I know you don't want to know the numbers until it's all over. Right. But what's your estimate right now? The amount of money that's been bet on the game as opposed to the amount of money that's going to come in, like 20% yeah. of what you would expect has already been bet? Yeah, that's about right. About I'd say 20% has been bet. Uh, and with the mobile app and, you know, BetMGM's app is so good that people want to just do that. And 
you know, it's taken a day to look through everything to see what you can bet. So that leads to later betting. Yeah. So unless you've day. already been planning this and have done it before. Uh, and that's another thing kind of we should talk about is when you get into first timer recommendations, it's it's the bet on wagers that flow with the game. So maybe the first drive result, first score, first team to do anything, anything that's like part of the flow. First team to do anything. Yeah, well, <laughs> what's the what's the line on that? <laughs> but, uh, and the, you know, and the other stuff with the yardage and stuff, for new per people, that's harder to get into and get the flow of it. But just the first thing for first time betters. So let's, uh, let's do this, Mike. All right. Before, because you came to me. And you said you took one big bet on the coin toss. And oh. I am, I am flabbergasted. I know. That that much money was put on one side and one fell swoop. Yeah, and uh, like we discussed, we didn't move the line, but uh, <laughs> we we did, <laughs> we did have a seven thousand dollar bet on tails. So everyone's asking, is it weighted to, to tails? I, we need to have an investigation. I think. But, no, I, uh, I think it's very simple. It's something that is again. Remember. Tails never fails. <laughs> I hate that one. I know. I, yeah, <laughs> There's I, one for heads, but I can't say it on the TV. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other thing, the problem with the, the coin flip and, and, and that kind of stuff is you got to wonder, you know, maybe 7000 to him is like me betting $10. No, that's the whole perspective. That, that, that's the thing. Like, it could be equivalent to you betting $3, right. and all of a sudden it's like, oh. But my thing is, if you have seven thousand to bet on the I would tails, use it for a different, I would use it for something. Yeah, different. I'd be flying to Paris in an hour or something. So. <laughs> Forget the super. But we'd rather everyone for, bet. I'm for, sorry. Yeah, I, there I'll we correct go. Correct myself. I, yeah, said, no, no. Before you go to Paris, get your seven thousand dollars done, and then use another yeah. seven thousand to get to Paris. See, I got you. I All got right. you covered. I know, I know I'm going to go see some horse racing there. <laughs> uh, again, the horse players are a little bit quieter yeah. than usual yeah. today. It's, we have a lot of horse players here, though. We comp real well on horse play. Uh, so if you have player, uh, listeners or viewers out there, if you play horses, you want to come see me and come out to Mandalay Bay and talk to me. All right, Brian Ortega, that's just for you. Our producer, Brian Ortega, <laughs> on that. See, they just <laughs> I caught him off guard there, Perani. I can see him. Yeah, in we my can see here. him. So, so, uh, so here you go. Here you go, uh, uh, Mike. Let's just go through props. Let's, let's, let's right. go through. Let's, I'm going to leave it up to you. Because there are roughly, I don't know, a million options to bet this game, roughly. What are some of the more popular ones? Or if you want to go with the ones that you are having a whole bunch of liability on at this point. Yeah, well, we'll do a little bit of both. So cool. the first thing is, is uh, the guys upstairs basically told me... Uh, we can't stop Kelsey betting. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> if, if, if it starts with a K and and ends in an E, we're getting bet on that. Uh, him to score the first touchdown is plus 650, by the way, uh, is a five-digit loser for us, which Jeff definitely doesn't happen, especially on a lower price. It's a pretty big number for yeah, the first, for you know, if it was, first touchdown. Right. Then. If it was 28 to 1 on someone and we lost a bunch of money, that's different. But the odds on this started low, and they're not that great. That's, so. that's, that, that's a, that just shows how much, and one-way, and seriously, that's just one-way traffic, basically. That. Yeah. I, yeah, and I yeah. mean, uh, if you bet first touchdowns, and I do this just for the fun of it, and I've had good good year doing it, but I only take quarterbacks and tight ends, uh, trying to get the prices and hope he gets stopped on the half yard line and they sneak it in with the quarterback. So, uh, Kelsey's, you know, if he if he scores a touchdown, we did this before uh, uh, with Kansas City and uh, the Niners 
when they had the matchup of tight ends. And I think it's the same thing with this. Whoever wins that tight end matchup probably wins this game. And Kelsey's going to be tough to stop. Uh, we'll see, though, what happens in the end. Well, it's funny because you just told me, uh, looking at the screen, Mike, that you had the big bet on tails. But hey, that, that counteracted heads being the number three most bet prop bet at BetMGM yeah. right now. Yeah, and it doesn't take much little money to offset 7,000, but uh, I'm sure we have a little bit of both, and I'm not sure why. Uh, <laughs> so so let's get to number four on this list real all right. quick. Because, because this Oh, yeah, is, I've got that too. Th okay. This is all because of the nonsense on Twitter because because people can't handle losing bets and they right. go with, oh, okay, the NFL's rigged, all that nonsense, blah, so blah, blah. So now they're just betting yeah. something so, that might not so, so, be so, right. So, so some guy some some guy on TikTok, and look, whoever it is is genius because he got his, uh, over a couple million views. They're like, oh, he got the script. It's already out, 37 to 34, Eagles beat the beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And because of that, people come running to the window and betting that exact score here, Mike. That's why Nevada doesn't have that wager, by the way. <laughs> we we don't have that one here. So well, it, you can it, but you can bet. You can yeah, bet you the, can do it the, a different like way. The, yes. the, the, uh, again, books are offering the squares right. now, 7-4. You can right. bet the Eagles to score 37, the Chiefs to score 34. You just can't bet the exact. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting, but, uh, you know, you guys shouldn't be on TikTok. You know that's not a good uh, thing to be hey, on. Hey, look, if you if you tried to have me function a TikTok <laughs> account, I'd have no chance. Uh, so yeah, then, but, that, but that definitely we got uh, that was an interesting uh, game that uh, w there is action on it because of that. Which yeah. you know, sure it worked very well for the world. The guy who did it with the World Cup. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, it's just interesting to see all the props they have out there, but. Uh, the game itself, I don't, I don't think it's going to move much. I mean, if it huh. does, I think that it's going to move towards the Chiefs. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I was on a show earlier this morning in LA, and they were talking about uh, the, the, the another expert that was on there said, you know, I, I think the money lines to play on the Chiefs. When I went on, I said, you know, this could be a very close game with two-point conversions, missed extra points. I could see this being a one-point game, and it's not worth that money line. <laughs> juice to get that on there. I think you want to get the plus the one and a half. All right, so we got about a minute here. Anything else that we need to know before we bet this game? Who's going to win? Is it on TikTok? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The only thing, I, you know, have fun with the game. Enjoy it. Uh, there's so many props, and if you bet small money on props and do a lot of stuff, you can definitely have fun with the game and not put yourself at a big risk. And enjoy the game. It's entertainment. Best way to do that is to get an app with us. The BetMGM app is great. And if you sit there and bet all day on the game and have fun, uh, it's a good way to enjoy the game. And uh, with the app, it's a lot easier than the big 12-page sheets and trying to get it to counter every five seconds. So, And also, too, if you're betting in person, if you're coming to town, give yourself enough time. The lines tomorrow will be immense. Yeah, but, you know, the guys that here, especially here, we've kiosked up yeah, pretty there, big. There are, there, there, yes, you, you have know, uh, double digits. Yeah, kiosks. so yeah. with 4,000 rooms, we, you're right. Usually the lines are pretty long, but since we've kiosked up, uh, it's been, and the app has released a lot of that pressure, and it's more enjoyable for the guests now, and less stress on the riders, too. So we're happy about that. He's Mike Peranio, the Race and Sportsbook Director here at Mandalay Bay. Mike, thank you as always. Thank you. We're back with more next on I Bet Saturday.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. The big game is the perfect time for football fans to join the huddle with BetMGM. Sign up today and place a $10 wager on either team to win. Regardless of your wager's outcome, you'll receive $100 in bonus bets instantly. Just use bonus code SB100 when you make your first bet. Get on the field and find out why nothing beats the big game at BetMGM. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code SB100 to win $100 in bonus bets, regardless of the wager's outcome in the big game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. 
First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. Thanks again to Mike Ferranio from behind the counter at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook for joining Jeff Parles over there at Mandalay Bay. I'm Ben Wilson back at the South Point. Jeff, you ready for, uh, for a fun little, uh, little experiment here on the show where we go prop diving? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Because, look, here's the premise. Everybody has, like, at this point, too, where most people have made their bets, you're going to hit up your buddies, ask any of your friends or relatives, and say, hey, what are you betting? And then you get to either, either chide or berate or do whatever you want uh, as, as you figure out how you view your friends or, or relatives or family members or whatever, figure out uh, how you view their bets. So we're going to do the same thing with our producer, Brian Ortega, right now. How, first off, how many uh, bets do you think Ortega has right now, Jeff? What would your over-under be? Twelve. Slightly over, but not, not – uh, I, I said 17, and we split the difference. 14 bets for one Brian Ortega on the props. So what we're going to do, Brian's going to tell us his bets, and we're going to either yell at him or say, really nice bet, and, uh, and give him a grade, so to speak, on each of these bets. So Brian Ortega is going to join us right now. Ortega, let's do this. Let's All right. Bet number one. Thank you so much. All right, so I actually do have 15 total bets. I took the Chiefs on the money line, plus 110 um, over at South Point. So, nice yeah, let's jump. So just – Preface, prefacing this by saying I'm not as sharp a better as you and Jeff, I have to say. It's not the point, though. You're man people. You host the Concierge Confidential Podcast. Thank it's you. not about being sharp or whatever. This is right. just what are the people betting, all right? And you are a great example, Perfect. Brian. And unless you're betting the Academy Awards, that's the only thing I know how to analyze. Okay. But anyways, moving on. So let's go with some of my favorite bets. So the one that I actually hit last year, which I'm betting again this year, is will the game end by exactly three points? And that one is... Somewhere here, I think it was like plus four hundred is what I got it at. I think it was plus. I think it was. Plus. I have too many you bets. You think that or I, you I know? Gotta, <laughs> the number kind of matters. Wait a Brian. second, that's yeah. a the huge number difference, <laughs> Brian. Oh, right here. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, plus three, plus three twenty. Yeah, that's a lot okay, different than four to one. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Plus four hundred. I was going to say you had the best number in the market by like forty cents. Yeah, I have uh, way too many things on here. But anyways, one that wow. I really enjoy. Oh, oh you guys got to start. Get, start with, yeah, all right, Brian, we're giving you your, giving you the grades. All right, that's a, look. That's a that's a B minus bet. All right, has it has there been historical context of that bet hitting the game to be cited by three? Yes. Is it likely to, based on the number you're betting at to happen long term? Probably not. But so got, gotta say, guys, I actually was looking at the wrong paper. Uh, it is plus four twenty five. Whoa! All plus right, plus four twenty five. Are you? <laughs> Brian. Wow, okay, so that's... Uh, Brian, Brian, so that Brian, changes, Brian. that changes things. Yes. Yeah, I'll, up, I'll upgrade things. you to a B-plus for that. Thank you, I appreciate that. All right, so that's one that I really, really like. Um, I also have another one. This is the one that was plus 320 that I was looking at, and this was, will there be an extra point missed by either team in this game? And uh, it was plus 320 to the yes, which I did. Jeff? I, ben, ben I, don't, I don't love that prop for Brian. I, look, I, again, part of my angle of weird score has been, yeah, maybe Butker will miss a PAT. Elliott's rock solid on PATs. Butker, as we know, better from 50 than he is from PAT land at this rate. But I, that kind of feels like, Brian, that feels like one that's just overbet by everyone here. So I'm going, I, 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 don't, I don't love that one. That's not one that I would bet. Yeah. Uh, again, I would, I, I would put it on the C range. But again, it doesn't matter. Some of the worst bets you ever make are going to win. Some of the best bets you ever going to make are going to lose. Look, two of, only two times in the last 21 Super Bowls. Now, granted, there was a, a shift there moving back from the two-yard line, so you, you have to use some context there. But only two times in the last 21 Super Bowls has there been a missed extra point. So is a fair line, you said plus 320, yes. 
Uh, that, that, I don't see why the number. I mean, that feels pretty short and a, a bet that is kind of cute on the surface, but I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it's, it's an indoor stadium, so it I don't feel stadium. as good about that bet. You, Brian Ortega, breaking news, just realized that we're playing the game indoors. <laughs> but it's there. Anyways, I was betting the number. All right, keep going. So this keep one might going. be correlated to the first bet I was talking about, about the three points. So I actually have this one on a margin of victory one where Philly has to win by 7 to 12 points. That's the margin of victory for that. So you pointed out to me earlier that if I do end up going with this, I should go back and bet the, in, the middle ends, the, the, the numbers, I think, four through, like, six or something of that nature. Well, what, I mean, what number did you get? That's oh, I got it at plus 500, so five to one. <laughs> Jeff, I like. I feel like we're, you know, we're leading. We're like Brian. Give us the numbers. Give us the numbers. Sorry, we need, yeah, we that's need the numbers. numbers. Uh, so you're going. So Eagles doing by seven to twelve at five to one. That's so your you're going against bet. your regular preflop bet. Correct. I mean, I like to. I want, I'm trying to be on both sides here. Okay. Again, yeah, you're, you're just uh, giving, <laughs> giving yourself uh, bets you probably could lose both on. Um, I look. I don't mind it. I think the thing is. I, I think Kansas City is more likely to win a game by margin than Philadelphia. So I'm not a huge fan of that one. But, hey, look, at Philly by seven, that's what you're hoping for if you're making that bet. You're hoping the Eagles win the game by a touchdown. Yeah, and that's the one, too, where it, if you had – like, I would only make that bet if I had conviction on a, on a total. And the reason I say that is you could then tease Kansas City up. So you were, you're in a position where you could have the game land seven. Kansas City covers a teaser leg. You get the Philadelphia – or Philadelphia wins by seven. You get the Eagles seven to 12. You get Kansas City covering a teaser. And then it just comes down to your teaser leg. Now, that's the only situation I would, I would play that. But I, all right, Brian, Brian just being aggressive. All right, I like it. All right, and then um, I do have a matchup one here. Uh, it's from the running backs. Uh, I just, I'm enjoying the look on Jeff's face, by the way, every time we <laughs> – just, just Jeff uh, waiting to see what Brian spits at us. <laughs> so the matchup oh, uh, one well, here. The, okay. I also, also Ben, it's uh, – we got we, the, the crowd is livened up behind me as well. So. Oh, okay. Well, probably because they had Belmont it. Park on. Yeah, in the, Belmont in the Park uh, in the back. It's true. It's Anyways, true. so my matchup prop is between Isaiah Pacheco and Miles Sanders. Who will score fir- the first touchdown? So between the two, who will score okay. first? So I got Isaiah Pacheco at plus 130, and I think Miles Sanders was minus 210 uh, when I checked what the, uh, the, the okay. numbers were for that one. Wow, look at this one. Ortega's got one that's actually on my list. I haven't bet it yet, but this is on my list, uh, which means this bet is due. Oh, don't come on, come on, Jeff! Don't be, don't be throwing words <laughs> like that out. I, I, no, that's, I mean, that's, 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 the... that's for both of us. I mean, again, uh, uh, but no, I, again, I think we are, I think we are overestimating Miles Sanders a little bit in this game, and I think we're not giving enough juice to what Pacheco has done. The only concern that I have, and and Ben, this is the one thing with the nature of the beast of this game. What is Andy Reid going to do with Clyde Edwards Alaire? Is going to be active for the first time in over a month. So that's the one thing that makes me hesitant here. Especially once you get into the red zone for Kansas City, how many new looks that are a little more foreign and exotic that will be thrown at Philadelphia defensively? That's that's the one thing I could see playing out. But plus money on a guy as elusive and and look useful in multiple ways as Isaiah Pacheco, I cannot argue against that that bet for you, Mr. Ortega. So I was looking to double dip on this particular bet because I took that one. So that's Isaiah Pacheco to score before Miles Sanders. I also have Miles Sanders to score an anytime touchdown at plus 115. So that would be nice if 
Checo scored, and then Miles Sanders scored sometime in the game. That's a, that's that's another one where you uh, at least for that you would not. There's not a potential to lose both. I guess you could neither of them could score, and then you uh, you lose one and you push the other. But you're getting better, Ortega. You went from potentially middling yourself to now at least you would at least you wouldn't do that. So you're getting better as we go through yeah. here, Brian. Nice job. Yeah, I'm, I'm just building up to like look like I know yeah. what I'm doing. Uh, your favorite. What is your favorite? Yourself, uh, what is your What is your favorite prop? So my favorite prop. Board. I'm just like the everybody else in the public. Go Travis Kelsey, please. I have player to score the first Chiefs touchdown specifically. Uh, Travis Kelsey plus 300. And I also have Travis Kelsey to score the first touchdown in the entire game at plus 400, which kind of weird that they're kind of they're very similar in price. Okay, Jeff, you're a big Kelsey so, guy, like many. How would yeah, you uh, so assess ben, those Ben, I, I, I will say this: I already have one prop that's in play already, and the worst I can do is push. I bet Travis Kelsey touchdowns, pick him against Leo Messi goals today against Monaco. And all we need is a Kelsey touchdown, and that's a winner now, Ben. Very nice. I love that you bring up the cross-sport prop, Chef, because there are two that are on my list that we will, bri that we will bring up in our final hour of the show. Uh, Brian Ortega, oh, just, you know, shout out to the producer. Bravo, bravo, Very, very Ortega. good job, Brian. Bravo. Thank you very much, both of you, for making me feel good and bad at the exact same That was our goal with this segment. We wanted to make you feel simultaneously great and awful about all of your picks. And that's the whole point, is you now, you know, for you betters, talking with your friends and family, you want to, you know, there's some good-natured ribbing, but you also want to root for the bets to come home. Where are our final cards going to take us for Super Bowl 57? We'll give out our final score prediction, our best bets for the game, our favorite props, our cross-sport props. There's a lot of bets that we have to lay out on the table. Jeff Parles and I will do that as we get into our third and final hour of Live Bet Saturday. All sorts of previews on the big game, Super Bowl 57 between the Chiefs and Eagles. Our third hour starts next. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.